Hey everybody and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network presents Gaijin Wrestling Radio Match of the Month. This is the Match of the Month for August. It features Stan Hansen against Terry Gordy who is the All Japan Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion at the time. This match is from August 6th, 1990. And this week, I am joined by Jimmy Price. Jimmy, what's going on? Hello, hello. Good to be back once again. Yes, indeed. Uh, man, what, what? like we should be doing the, uh, like, you still got it. Oh, you still buddy. got it. Thank you. Yeah, because uh, the last That's the nice last last podcast we did uh, nailed it. Uh, I mean, we went a little long. You and I were catching up on wrestling as we uh, we tend to do. Uh, but I hope everybody enjoyed that. And uh, this this week on um, or this month rather on Gaijin Wrestling Radio, you and I are going to be covering a classic hoss match, which I know you love hoss matches. Some of my favorites. Uh, love, love me a good hoss fight. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this one. Two of the best of all time, and uh, interesting story between these two. Also, yeah, like run me through. Let me know like what you know of uh, Stan Hansen and Terry Gordy. Um, you know, one at a time, and kind of give me your 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 history on the two, and then we'll get into the match. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, these two uh, are you know two guys that I've um, you know, only gotten to appreciate in my more recent years of fandom as I've branched out and gone back and watched a lot of the old uh, uh, Japan stuff, um, especially the all Japan stuff. Um, but I was, you know, I've, I've watched, you know, you know, matches of theirs, you know, against the likes of Vader and, you know, they bounce back and forth between, or at least Hanson bounced back and forth between uh, New Japan and all Japan um, but just a little bit, uh, I, I knew we were going to be watching this match. Um, so earlier this afternoon, I read up a little bit and I saw that these two, uh, Gordy, when, when Terry Gordy first came into all Japan, he was Stan Hansen's tag partner mm-hmm. and they actually had a couple runs as tag team champions, uh, prior to Terry Gordy teaming up with Steve Williams and forming the, uh, miracle violence, uh, connection, which is the best tag team name ever yeah in between the miracle violence connection and uh stan hansen's uh run into the later days um and after stan hansen had teamed with one bruiser brody him and terry gordy had that brief run as a tag team yeah yeah so it's uh just yeah interesting uh to see that now in also, it, this is sort of like a rarity, I feel like, in Japan where you have two gaijin, um, you know, feuding over the title. Exactly. Another point that I, 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 the reason why I bring this match to the forefront, a reason why I cover the certain matches that I do. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, I think, maybe one of the first, if not the first, gaijin versus gaijin for the title match in Japan. Yeah, that's historic. That's that's. I mean, I know New Japan never did anything like this before. No, not until the later years. Um, I mean, even still, I mean, you get like Omega and Cody and Ibushi, or you get Omega mm-hmm. and, and Cody, but it was like an off, you know, it was an off feud, or, you know, like yeah, it, it, yeah. 
we still haven't really gotten that and and much to the culture of of japan they are <clears throat> they like japanese people more or less yeah yeah i mean <laughs> it's a you know same thing can be said for for americans so exactly exactly yeah so it's one of those things that's you know it's just so sort of ingrained in the culture um you know, I think a lot of I think you know the the true wrestling purists like yourself and I like yeah you know, we don't you know doesn't really mean anything to us the sort of nationalistic stuff but it is there in the culture and when it's a mainstream product and well if it enhances your- the story then goddamn yeah I want it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I know what you mean it's like for this is like this is amazing for me to think of as like man Stan Hansen and Gordy going at it for a title. Uh, they're both Gaijins. Like yeah, yeah, and they played. They sort of played hot potato. I was looking at the title history, and it looks like uh, Gordy had it here for all of three days. Mm, I mean, uh, mm, mm. we'll we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah, <laughs> wow, dude. I mean, I mean, no, seriously. Like you look at a time to where titles should be prestigious and the guy mm-hmm. holds them for at least, you know, a couple months. Uh, yeah. All Japan did toss it around here and there. Uh, when yeah. they were trying to transition through phases of who's going to be on top. Uh, and they kind of mm-hmm. did that with Akira Tawe through Kenta Kobashi and Masawa in a way. Yeah. Um, you know, they juggled those guys around and then never, you know, like, besides Masawa never or Kobashi in a way they never really kind of like were like this is the guy you know um it was kind of like pillars uh they were like these yeah. are the guys absolutely yeah. yeah yeah i think that's that's smart and i wish uh wish some people up in stanford would uh start start booking that way but um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and the the other the other thing um I wanted to, to bring up with this too. I was thinking about, and I, I was listening to the, uh, um, uh, f- uh, the name's escaping me. It's the new Japan podcast on the social suplex network. Uh, I'm not sure. I know, uh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be, yeah. Shout out, shout out to them, whatever. <laughs> fucking <laughs> No, it's a great show. Um, no, they were talking about, and this is, I feel like this is a good example. Um, you know, not to like totally steal their talking point, but, um, you know, how, you know, back in the day, back in this era of all Japan, there was such interplay between the tag division and the, in the, and you know, the top singles yes. title run. Dave and I have talked like, about that with WCW as well around a certain yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. I wish, I wish that this is something that, you know, that more companies should do, especially in New Japan nowadays. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look at like, I think Hanson and Tenru had the tag belts Yep. and Gordy, Gordy Hansen and Williams and Baba, off. Hanson and Baba mm-hmm. were like a team at, at one time. Then you have uh, Misawa and uh, Kobashi as a team as well. Um, and then yeah. you look at WCW at a time where they would have uh, like Wyndham and Rhodes chasing for other titles, but also chasing the tag titles. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I love stuff like that, man, because it's integrated because it's it's a tag team world heavyweight championship. So you exactly. guys are both like world heavyweight champions, but you're the best team uh, at it, you know? 
Exactly. Like yeah, yeah. And the way, the way that layer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way that the tag divisions now are, are you know, I mean, honestly, you look at WWE; they're doing a better job with it now with uh, with Rollins and um, uh, Braun than you know even New Japan is doing. New Japan is just completely segregated their tag division oh, to definitely. the point where like you know that's that's like the weak point of the entire promotion right now so it's like i i just i i, I wish they would go back to this and you know i think there's been some clamoring uh to have you know uh and okada and um okada and tanahashi have a tag title run i think i told and that I th- to you last year i think Man, that's I, right yeah you caught yeah you, you, you was, were bringing it up then I was telling you, I think that they should go into the league tournament of last year, the tag league, and then they mm-hmm. should have won it, um, yeah. which would have been a great story. But I think they might yeah. do it this year. Yeah, it's looking like it. Well, we can we can hope so. But um, so much, yeah, you know, so much history between these two on top of just the the pure hoss fight, you know, uh, aspect of it. I'm re- I'm really excited to watch this. Yeah, what, what? Who are you a bigger fan of? Would you say Terry Gordy or a Stan Hansen guy? I think I'm more of a Terry Gordy guy. Just um, I, it's so hard though because Stan Hansen's such a badass. They're both they're both such badasses. Um, but yeah, there's something about Terry Gordy. He was so fucking good. Like he was so well rounded. Not to say that Hansen wasn't, but he. I, I think that that Gordy was probably the better worker of the two. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I, I just, I think his, uh, his, you know, his, the story of his career is so sad about how he had the, uh, you know, the incident on the plane and was never the same after that. Took in too many um, pills. Yeah. Yeah. And just what could have been, you know, with him and, you know, cause he, he ends up, you know, they end up bringing him into WWF as the executioner in like 96. And you just imagine like, Imagine a world where Terry Gordy comes in and he's still like not in his prime, but you know able to go and like you know you could have a whole you know finishing act of his career where he's you know having like these matches with you know Mick Foley and the Undertaker, Undertaker and like Steve Austin maybe mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels yeah, possibly yeah. you know like yeah ah uh, yeah it, it's I mean if he's at think. his peak they you know who's to say they wouldn't have made him Kane. You know? Oh, I know, I know, I know. That's what yeah. I was about to say next. Like, what do you think of like him? Like, you know, before, like, rather than the executioner, a character that is uh, solidified as Kane. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what my next step was going to. Like, imagine him being fucking Kane, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be so brutal. It's like a bruiser rather than this big man that's just like the Undertaker. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Like, man, they could have even done like they wouldn't even had to put a mask on him because he's got that he's got those eyes, man. His eyes are, are haunting in Just a way. Put some like dark shit um, around his eyes. Yeah, I think he could have done some some face paint on him, and like it could have been a completely different thing. But uh, yeah, well, look at us running running with these what ifs again. It's almost like we should have a fantasy book. Holy podcast. shit! Yeah, Hulkamania is dead, everybody. <laughs> Um, we'll finish that story eventually. We will. We will. Uh, everybody want to get into this match? Uh, you can find it in the links on the description for the info of this episode. And I will count down five, four, three, two, one, zero. When I say zero, you hit play. That means zero play. Zero play. Zero play. You get it?
All right. Yep. Jimmy, you ready? I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All right. We get a little Japanese uh, entrance here for the PWF. Uh, 60 minute time limit, one fall, of course. It's going to be Stan Hansen. Oh my God. Coming out, just swinging that bull, bull rope. And people love it, you know? That, yeah. They want to get hit with it at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a badge of honor to get hit with that, for sure. <laughs> yeah, get a, like a smack around your face. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. And they got some, they got some LED color lights here too. Like, ahead yeah, of their time. I was just gonna talk about those. They look looks cool as shit. Yeah, they're definitely ahead of their time. Ninety, uh, ninety. Yeah. Yeah, WWF wasn't doing anything like this. No, they had guys that were multicolored and face painted, but not the lights too much. Yeah. And we're getting ready for the arrival of the Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion. There he has Terry Gordy sporting all three belts. Wow, look at the yes. rice paper, everything, the ribbons being thrown in the ring. And you know why ribbons aren't thrown in New Japan rings anymore? The referee a long time ago got hit in the head with it, and they're kind of weighted down with a metal plate. So they don't do oh, that I... there in New Japan, but uh, other places allow it. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Look at this. Somebody brought the fucking Confederate flag. Hell yeah. Those, those poor people probably don't even, probably have no idea what yeah. they're. They're just like. They're just oh, thinking Freebirds. This is just the Freebirds thing, right? It's Freebird flag. Yeah. Uh, Stan Hansen going to wrestle with his hat, maybe? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. He's in he's in peak condition here too, man. This is like yeah, I is. love Stan Hansen ninety two to ninety four. Mm-hmm. Uh these two years are just like peak for him. Even a couple years before, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know this is oh man. All Japan in, in this era is just like I I can like I just pull up the the you know the classic Puro channel on YouTube and like I just you could I could close my eyes and just put something on and like it'll be a, it's going to be a killer match yeah it'll be yeah. a golden match um, these yeah. Kings Road types of matches are like what Dave and I talked about is the the psychology of wearing an opponent down for your finishing move um, yes so if you have a Larry you're going to wear down the neck oh we get right yeah. into the match. As they jump yeah. forward, and it's uh, Gordy and Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen colliding into the turnbuckle and giving Gordy a fucking huge lariat as Gordy yes. rolls to the outside. He's not ready for that one. No. You thought being the champion would be easier. Yeah. Uh, against a hoss like this, I don't know. I mean... <sighs> You think of like the slight blows that they would take at each other, like compared to like Vader and Inoki. Yeah, like look at that little boot there. That yeah. boot looked vicious. Yeah, it did. <coughs> I, I will say we talk about uh, All Japan being ahead of their time with the lights. Uh, what they're not ahead of their time with is the referee attire. Oh, no. As, 
as man, my man is still rocking the uh, baby blue uh, leisure suit type attire, attire there. Yeah, he's just uh, he's just an official. Uh oh, Stan Hansen gearing up for that lariat as the fans yep. feel it as he lays down his uh, elbow pad a little tighter into the the uh, bicep and tricep area, and he's kicking yep. Gordy into the back, lifts him up. Uh, he yells to the crowd, and you got to think he's in his forties here. Yeah. And just at the top of his game. Yep. Oh, vicious chops. Wow. Goes for the lariat. Gordy reverses into a deep DDT. Cover one, two, no. And people are psyched out by the near fall as Stan Hansen and Gordy are talking to each other. Good way to cover up the camera angle. Cover again. (laughs) One, two, no. And yeah, you're right. That that referee's throwing me off now in the fucking paisley <laughs> blue <laughs> fucking jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. They uh this I love just, you know, it's a stereotype, but you talk about a big fight feel and like these two could you know, the match could end at like any moment, uh type of type of thing and almost you know, I, I it at the time it was going on, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but the uh, the Brock Lesnar Goldberg matches this kind of um, they didn't they didn't match the intensity of this, of course, but just the uh, the atmosphere, the crowd being hot for it, and just like you know it's going to be a short match, and you know it can end at any moment, but like what's you know who's going to you know what's going to give sort of sort of feel to it. You're absolutely right. I mean, right now we see Gordy trying to like kick Hanson out of the ring, but. Like Hansen is trying to stay tied on the bottom rope to stay in the ring for some reason. And it's like it's a just like a battle of truancy of their their toughness. Um, yes. Like, uh, man, we don't we rarely got that in WWF. Like, I mean, even with like a Bradshaw match, which I can kind of compare, you know, like we get those oh, here yeah. and there like a Bradshaw and Benoit. Um, mm-hmm. That's the closest I can compare to this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Bradshaw, you know, spent his entire career probably trying to be Stan Hansen. Right. And uh, never quite got there, but, you know, he, he had a good run. But, yeah, it's, I agree with what you're saying. It's just that, um, oh, man, it's, it's so good. It's a realism to the psychology. Like, for some reason, Stan Hansen doesn't want to go outside, but he stays inside, but he hugs onto the bottom rope as Gordy uh, goes in and outside of the ring and drops elbows and kicks on him and tries to cover him, but uh, but Stan Hansen is hanging onto the bottom rope as he finally falls to the bottom. It's like, you know, like he finally fucking gave it up, you know? Yeah, and we don't yeah. have much time in this match, but this could be told on a lengthy level, you know, like a thirty-minute match. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stan Hansen is rising to his feet on the outside as Gordy comes out of the ring and throws Stan Hansen from the outside into the ring, and Gordy goes inside, signaling to the fans this might be over, and he lifts. Stan Hansen up. So sets him up for maybe a power bomb, but 
Hanson drops to his knees. Good way to counter, and Gordy just punches to the back and hammers Hanson with a knee to the temple. Just some like yeah. good brute shit. Yeah, Hanson's looking down and out at this point. But oh wow! Oh, there, there we go. We get a front face pile driver, or a driver in a way. Um, yeah, it looked like it was almost going to be like a reverse pile driver uh, from Hanson to Gordy, but yeah, no counter. Yeah, to me, it almost looked like Hanson was going for for the backdrop there, but is he just couldn't couldn't quite get him up. Right, right. And that's the one thing with all Japan's like you can't tell if it's sometimes it's like it was that calculated or not. Yeah. And there's there's such a realism to that, you know? Yep. yep. As we get oh my god. Wow. As we oh. get a huge um Larry attempt from Gordy to Stan Hansen in the corner. Stan Hansen ducked and then rolled Gordy up one two no false finish uh gordy throws hansen into the corner again gives him two or three smacks into the face real style and uh tries to throw him into the opposite corner gives him another smack for goodness sake yeah now he's gonna throw him into the other corner goes for that lariat attempt oh my god duck stan hansen lariat one two three wow hansen fucking wins the knockout blow. Wow. What a like great like like I told you, like calculated match and look who's coming out. There we go. Doctor Death Steve Williams. Business just picked up. Checking on my tag partner, but I'm also yeah. disappointed. And I might yeah. want the title. Yeah. Gaijins. Yeah. Running it in all Japan, man. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, such an interesting time in the business here, and um, yeah, like, and I don't think you know anybody in the building probably was expecting this, you know, because you know Gordy had just had just won the title three days before this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just you could see like you could see the shock in the crowd there, and um, no, because like I yeah. said, they want a got they want a champion to continue, but they also like Japanese fans love an underdog that's coming back. Yep. And all of a sudden yep. Stan Hansen was coming back and people were like, Yes, yes. And uh he yeah. got it. And he's only yeah, he'd been gone for, for quite a while, right? Mm-hmm. At least two yeah. years. Holding up the belts now and getting awarded the belts. Oh, Steve Williams comes out of nowhere with a lariat to Stan Hansen. Someone throws a drink into the crowd. That's not likely of the fans. Another drink into the crowd. Wow. Wow. Oh, more shit being thrown into the crowd. Both, uh... Both tag team partners teaming up on Stan Hansen. It's William. waiting on Ten Tenru to come out now. Yeah, right. Make make the save, but uh, man, yeah, this is the route. Some of the rowdiest I've ever seen a Japanese crowd. Hanson and Williams brawling on the outside. Gordy coming from behind. Uh, Wait William- for me. Wow, yeah, Williams throws Hanson back in the ring, hammering on him. Gordy as well, and uh, we're going off the air. Holy shit! Wow. Wow. That was intense. Wow. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, overall, what would you think? I mean, yeah, a just, short match, but like 
I mean, something significant in the reign of like Gaijins and uh, Japanese wrestling and horses. Absolutely, yeah. Some like you, like you, we were talking about something that you haven't really seen before and wouldn't see much of after. Um, in terms of in terms of the Gaijin, um, you know, sort of being on top there. Um, I, I love the match just for its for its intensity um, and its realism and uh, just. You know, two guys, two heavyweights throwing, you know, every year throwing these, you know, haymakers at each other. And the crowd knows that it's going to be it's going to be over soon and that any blow could be the end of the match. So it it, it just made for such a fever pitch uh, in the arena. And it really you know came through even on the video. So. Uh, just a just a great um, you know intense match that has a lot of uh, historical uh, significance. Absolutely, a way to tell a story within like nine minutes of a match. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you got this much time, do it, and fucking beat the hell out of each other and show us. Um, and yep. they proved it, man. Like uh, I I love this match. Um, I'd seen this one plenty of times. Um, and that's why I picked this one. It was just short and sweet, but a way to, um, you know, show everybody what's going on um, around this time in 1990. As like as we talked about earlier in this episode, what's going on with the other territories, you know, uh, right, right. Very, very different um, and where we're at now with uh, wrestling. So, yeah, it, it's just that's why I love this podcast. Um, so thanks for going, joining me again, Jimmy, for Gaijin Wrestling Radio. Um, and I will catch you next time, buddy. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Yep.